Welcome to another episode of 30 Minutes with DailyStraits.com. Today we have a very special guest with us, Sugandhi Supamaniam, who has been a journalist for over 10 years and currently works as a communication specialist in Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia. She has authored a book about a notorious gangster who committed 16 murders in Malaysia in the 1990s. Despite not being able to interview her subject in person as he was shot dead by the police in 1993, that didn't stop her from telling his story. So today we're going to talk to uh, Sugandhi about how she pieced the book together from start to finish and if there is any bon monetary benefits attached to it. Hi Sugandhi, thank you for joining us today and accepting this interview uh, invitation. Hi Jude, how are you? Thank you so much for having me. All right, Sugandhi, let's get right into it. So the first question is, why did you uh, decide to write this book? Okay, uh, June, I've been a journalist for 11 years. I uh, worked in print, uh, news times, and online media. Uh, I think it's a dream for any journalist to write a book of, of, of his own. So I've always wanted to write a book, and um, I was pursuing my master's, and that gave me an opportunity to come up with my own product, an own project, and I chose to write. So that's how this book came about. What does one need like uh, to do to start writing a book? Like how can you take us through the process from the idea to the writing to the finished product? Okay, uh, just, since this is my first book, I um, I will just share with you the things that I've done. Okay, okay um, I think the first thing you need to do uh, if you want to write a book is of course a story, a good story, an idea actually. Once you have the idea, you have to develop it. You have a story and uh, from there it's easier for you to... Um, Pictureize it. So once you pictureize it, imagine you telling this to a friend. And that's how you go about it. That's my, my advice. Alright, and then what about um, after that, right? A lot of people tend to have the idea and then they procrastinate and they never do the work. So how did you go about start writing the book? You know, because yours is uh, based on a person who's lived before. So you need to, you had to do a lot of research. Alright, in this case, it's because of my interest. I've always been interested in... Um, all this gangsterism, all this uh, crime, and uh, those kind of uh, genre. So that because of the interest, it got me hooked into the subject, and I wanted to tell the story. So of course, like you mentioned earlier, it's a bit um, easy to get distracted once you start doing this, once you start writing. So, but in my case, I did not have a choice. I'm got to complete this project in six months, so I had to sit and write. Okay, so you decided, like, um, did you go for classes? on how to write a book or you just googled your way through? Well, actually, I had a book uh, that I was reading at the time. It was from an, uh, it was written by a journalist from uh, India. Mm -hmm. That book was about the life of uh, Daud, Daud Ibrahim. Um, so that I used that as my Bible. So I tried to tell the story because he was trying to, I mean, I, I think he did a wonderful job explaining, telling about the story, about the crime and uh, the stuff that uh, took place in India at the time from 1950s to the present. So I tried to include that kind of uh, storytelling in my book. So we talked about uh, crime and scene uh, uh, in, in the 1990s, 1980s, and what made these boys join the group. So, and then we talked about Kali, we talked about Kali Mutu, the, the gangster, and how he came and sort of changed the landscape. The writing itself, like one day, how many, how many words do you pen down? Oh, okay. I didn't really have an exact... Um, uh, number of pages or amount of time I dedicated to completing this because in that six months I needed to interview people. There are lots of people to be interviewed, mm -hmm. the police, journalists, uh, family members, gang members, 
At the same time, I had to go to classes. I had to do my, uh, I was, as I mentioned earlier, I was doing my master's and I had my kids. Uh, life had to go on, right? Mm-hmm. And then um, I did try to dedicate uh, every night uh, going through the book, going through the transcribe, uh, and then trying to revisit the stories with uh, people who have done this before and ask their advice uh, how best to do it. Of course, the, the thing that they told me is that just write, just do it. Mm-hmm. Let the proofreading, let the editing all come later. Mm-hmm. At this moment, your job is just to sit and write. Just tell the story. Uh, let the, uh, let the uh, editors do the rest of the job. Okay. So that's how I, I managed to uh, complete the book in six months. Oh, that's a really good, uh, actually very short time. Many people take many, many years. So did you follow the Stephen King's way of writing thousand words a day or you collected all the interviews and then one, and then you wrote it like at a go, at one go? No, no, no. I, I, do, I did it gradually. So every time I come back from an interview, I'll try to make sure that I do it that, uh, at that time, at that night. Um, it's all because I wanted to capture the mood. All right. Uh, we'll move on to the next thing because you chose a topic about a uh, Indian gangster, very well-known Indian gangster. And you know, you mentioned in an interview before that you you had your family members, like one uncle who came to your house and when he found out that you wrote, you were going to write a book about this gangster, he was very upset and he left your house. I just want to get to the the crux of that. Like, the, why, like, you know, did you choose this, this particular person at this topic? I don't know, was there something that sparked your interest with this person because um you could have picked anything else but you chose this guy okay um Jun, uh, you may not uh you may know this okay um a lot of malaysians especially indians um uh, they have a lot of um, this interest okay uh, regarding this guy because there's very little uh very little that we know of him but we've heard a lot of uh stories tales but we don't know how far this is true so that's something that i've always wanted to explore is this guy really that great? You know that kind of thing. So yeah, like like I mentioned earlier, my 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 uncle is um, he represents the other side of the uh, community who's not interested in this kind of uh, gangsterism, who feels that you know this one particular man has caused the entire community to be labeled as um, uh, very, I mean, very uh, aggressive, uh, violent um, kind of people. So, uh, but I think generally Malaysians are always interested in all these notorious characters. Um, and Kalimutu is one, um, I was told that a very good looking gangster. So I guess that was my first <laughs> interest. Okay. Wanting to know who is this really good looking? Is he really that good looking? And that's how it, it kind of started, you know? So when I spoke to the uh, former CIA chief, and the first thing he told me, hey, you know, he was a very handsome guy, you know? <laughs> So I guess it was not. <laughs> okay. So was it easy to get the family members open up to you? Because they must have been shocked, right? Because it happened so long ago and he's already been history for a long time. Suddenly there's a girl coming and asking about him. What was their reaction? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah that, that was very, um, a very difficult thing for me to start with the family. Actually, um, the family and the, uh, the friends, the former gang members, the, the authorities, uh, the fam- uh, police and journalists, they were okay. They were being they, they kind of, uh, I mean, the journalists, I know some of them. The police were okay because they were just talking about uh, the facts of the case and what took place and all that. But approaching the family and the friends was really, really tough, um, especially gaining their confidence, gaining their trust that, hey, I'm just here to tell this side of the story. You can trust me. So that took a lot of um, a lot of my contacts. Uh, 
I had to reach out to a lot of my other contacts. Uh, well, I mean, the contacts that I've acquired during my journalism days. And they helped me, you know, uh, like uh, uh, get in touch with his family. And I must thank, you know, um, uh, thank God and thank a lot of uh, uh, helpful Malaysians. Because some of them who actually helped me were not really my contacts. Mm. They were just someone I someone who was introduced at that very moment. And he decided to say, hey, you're writing about Anne, which is a big brother. Okay, come, I'll help you. That's how it, it, uh, some of these uh, people were introduced to me. Okay, so, be- so yeah, sorry, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. So when I, when I had to when I visited them uh, at home, uh, of course there were instances where I had to bring my entire family, my kids, like my husband, and say, hey, no, I'm not a police. I'm not from. Uh, I know I'm not trying to uh, cause any trouble, but I'm here just to tell the story. And these are my. Uh, I'm a working. I'm a student, and this is uh, my family. So you can trust me. So I had to even go to that extent to get them to open up. So once they saw that, you know, you're a family person and then uh, you have your kids and all that, of course, it's not a very good idea, even if you're taking it against us. But then I had no choice. I really wanted to complete my project. Yeah, that's the thing I wanted to come to you about. Like, they were like ex-gangsters, right? Did you like... Yeah. And you're taking your young kids there to <laughs> to go and meet them, you know? Like, like you know, this uh, real dedication. Uh, it, <laughs> Is written in English. How did you do the interviews? In what language? A lot of the interviews were done in Tamil. Okay. Uh, uh, I so and then I had to. I mean, I recorded uh, most of the interviews. I went back home and I transcribed. I tried to make it sound as simple as how it was told to me because I just want to be fair. As a former journalist, I'm trying to tell the story from a very fair, uh, very tra- a very fair point. So I've not been. I've not met Kali. I don't know him personally. So when I tell the stories, I hope that I wasn't trying to portray him as a as a hero, because at the end of the day, he is a criminal. He was wanted for a lot of cases, a lot of murders, a lot of uh, drug uh, deals. So um, that's why the police. That's why a, a particular incident. I tried to tell it from a few other perspectives. There were a lot of uh, actors, a lot of actors in that that scene. So that um, I, I want the readers to know that I'm not. Uh, I'm trying to tell this as um, as truthfully as possible. Okay, so did you show the book before it was published to the people? Did they ask, uh, can, you, can, I see, <laughs> can I see what you wrote before you published? You know, it's always like that when we write, right? And they always want to see what we wrote before we, we publish it. Did you have that problem? No, no, they didn't. I think once I gained the trust and that uh, I'm not going to make this up, I'm not going to make them, I mean, I'm not going to uh, make them look, uh, you know, bad. Or, I mean, I'm just here to tell the story. Once I gained that trust, they completely trusted me to tell to tell the stories. 
Okay. So, so they did not ask me to for to, to review. They did not ask me to you know what actually what did you write about me? You know nothing of that. So it's just that some of them said that could you give me a copy of the book once it's out? Oh, okay. And that's it. All right. So did you take photos and stuff like that, or your the book the pictures? In, are there any pictures in the book? Sorry, I didn't read the book yet. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I did. I did take some pictures with them, but as I mentioned earlier, they did not want their side of the. I mean, they didn't want public to know about who they are about their past. So those are for my personal collections. Okay. I did. I, I did not review. I did not uh, include those photos in the, in the in the book. Okay, so just for the record, I know who this gangster is, and um, it's just that I, I just haven't had the chance to read the book yet. But can I? Can you tell me? So that means you didn't use their real names in the book, or some of them agreed, oh, okay. and some of them uh, did not want to be uh, named. So we we used um, um, some of uh, what do you call that um, pseudonym the names that uh, at, at, at the time. You know what kind of names that they uh, had to uh, they were using, like for example, Koya. Okay, I got it. So you use their their old like pseudonyms, like whatever they had, that uh, nicknames they had. The yeah, the nicknames they had. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Can you tell me like what you found out about uh, the gangster Kalimutu itself? Was he like a Robin Hood, Malaysian Robin Hood? That this. Um, if you wouldn't have written it, you know, nobody would have known that side of his story, right? Well, actually, uh, June, um, I was really, really hoping to get his uh, girlfriend at the time. I was, uh, I mean, I thought that she would definitely give us a better picture of who this person is. You were in a re- she was in a relationship with you for quite some time. And they were described as a very loving couple, would do uh, stuff for each other, hold hands, you know, he would sing a song for her. I mean, you hardly expect a gangster to be that kind of mm. person, right? So, and especially against her Italian So, I was hoping that she could tell us a bit more, but uh, I don't think, I mean, it, she didn't want to, to come forward. Does he have kids or any siblings? Did you get to talk to them? I, I spoke to his brother, one of his uh, elder brother. Mm. I was trying to get his uh, younger brother. He, one of his brothers is in the police. Mm. Uh, but uh, I was told that he doesn't want to talk. Mm. Uh, another brother of his is a classical dancer. Oh. It's very, very colourful, right? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Well, I, and I, I couldn't get him also. Um, I tried to get his sisters. Mm. 
else I didn't want to talk because uh, what they told me was that they had a very, very difficult time and this case was ongoing from 1992, 1993 and they felt that, uh, you know, they were harassed by the authorities. So they don't want to, uh, and they didn't want to have a repeat of that. So they said, please don't uh, disturb us anymore. We don't want to talk about it. So I've got to respect that. Yeah. But I just feel that if the families were, you know, willing to come forward and talk the side of the story. Wow. Really? Yeah. So, okay, now we go back to the book again. After you finish everything and you've already finished the manuscript, you know, and then the end, what did you do? Did you get the editor, a proofreader? What was your process like? Or did you get any of your, your old colleagues to help you edit the book? No, um, uh, June, once I finished the, the manuscript, I completed the manuscript. Um, no, actually, without even completing the, the entire manuscript, there were uh, about a quarter left. So I started approaching publishers because I need to publish this within the year of my course. So um, there were some places I went uh, and told me that, you know, this process will take you at least a year to get about uh, publishing in a few months. And uh, the other option was to self-publish. So at that time, I didn't want to do uh, self-publishing. Um, of course, maybe I didn't have that much of a knowledge on that uh, publishing in the publishing field. And I tried to approach some uh, other uh, friends, contacts of I know who've been publishing, and told me that uh, one of the advice is that you're the first time uh, writer, author, uh, you should go to an established publisher. So that would give you some kind of financial credentials. And then I, I started approaching um, the publishers, and one of it was uh, Gerard Budaya, mm. uh, a well known established publisher in PJ, uh, Nigeria. Mm. So when I went there, I explained that I'm a student and uh, this is my first manuscript. I am looking to publish it mm-hmm. within this period of time. So we discussed the timeline and uh, I found that it was agreeable, that there is something that I could finish and uh, they wanted to have a look at my manuscript. Mm-hmm. So it, that publisher came together with the editing uh, package. So everything was covered. Oh, okay. So then I, I, I decided to... Actually, I think I'm glad that they decided to take my project. <laughs> yeah, so how many people rejected you before you found the one publisher? Uh, they didn't really reject the book because I did not show the manuscript to anyone. Oh. There was only one publisher that said that um, the timeline, you know, it will take at least a year to complete. So I didn't have the time. Mm-hmm. So I was quite a, a reputable publisher. But then again, because of the time uh, constraint, I had to look for someone else. But I'm so glad that Gura Gudaya decided to uh, publish my book. So then uh, I submitted uh, the manuscript in February um, and then they were also, I was still working on some parts of it. So together with the editor, he helped, he helped me to, uh, you know, uh, 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 how do I say, position certain characters and how do I, if I tried to, he, he let me maintain my style, mm-hmm. um, but he just, I mean, he did help me with the editing and some, uh, moving some parts around the book. Mm-hmm. And uh, in August, the book was out. Uh, first week of August, I got my first my, my copy. Wow! Congratulations. So this was in twenty nineteen, right? So um, I just wanted to ask you, who did decided the headline of the book? I mean, the title of the book. Okay. Uh, there were few options. The editor actually came up with this. Um, I wasn't really happy with it at the time. <laughs> I wanted to a bit. Uh, I wanted to. Um, uh, uh, another title actually I wanted to be I wanted it to be like uh, did Kali really commit the 16 murders sorry something, something like that oh. but it felt that uh, you know we had some uh, some uh, discussions uh, around the topic and title and he says that you know because you also include the crime scene at the time I mean the, the, uh, the landscape of uh, Malaysian Indians the youths and uh, how crime started in the 90s so let's have that you know so that it can it, it gives you a broader perspective of what the school is about it's mm. not just about Kali itself 
So yeah, because being a first timer and uh, I I didn't know that I had a choice. <laughs> so so I just went ahead. Okay, okay. Thank you so much. You know, thanks to for publishing. Thank you for publishing. So this is what I mean to say, like it's. Yeah, okay. So now, um, I saw your uh, TV interview with Astro Abadi, the Malaysian uh, very good uh, top channel now. Um, and you mentioned something about turning the book into script writing. So, can you tell us more about that? Okay, um, when the book was uh, published, okay, when people finally realized that hey, she, she, she did publish the book, because I was, I was talking about it for some time. Oh. So, um, a lot of people uh, approached me uh, because they wanted to turn this into a movie. Uh, I quite like the idea because I think people don't read anymore, so, and in movies is the best way to tell the story. And um, at this moment, uh, we're still having discussions as to the script because I'm not a script writer, uh, obviously I'm just a writer. So I'm learning, uh, I'm trying to pick up a lot of uh, tips on how to turn this into a better script, into an online a movie, a movie uh, content. But uh, we're also thinking about uh, making it into a series, you know, 13 episode series or see how it goes because we, we're trying to include not just Kanye but also talk about the general picture of uh, the crime scene, crime, you know, crime being committed in the 90s, uh, those kind of things. So, yeah, it's still an ongoing uh, process for in uh, discussions. Alrighty. So, what is the plan for your writing journey? Are you are you going to do? Is this a like a one off thing because you did it because of your your course your course right your masters? Is it masters? Was it masters? Yes, it was for my masters. Plan. Yeah. So, are you planning to on a second book and everything like that? Well, actually, I've been uh, writing my second book uh, from two thousand nineteen, and until now, <laughs> I no way we're completing it. What is so that? I think is it a totally a different story, different uh, topic. It's about you know a Malaysian a girl. I you know she raised her sisters in a very difficult situation. The things that she had to go through when and you know it's a story, a Malaysian story. But that book has been taking me like more than eight, more than two years. I've been working on it. So I think that having the, the timeline, you mm. know, the, the deadline actually, the deadline having a deadline saying that you've got to finish it with this period of time really helps. Yeah. So otherwise, it's like 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 me uh, <laughs> more than two years still haven't still writing. This is novella. The second one is novel, is it? Yes, it's a novel. Yes. Okay, so. The thing about pe- people think about book writing, right? The first thing they always think is J.K. Rowling and how she, her story from rags to riches, you know, from nothing, uh-huh. she became yes. a billionaire. So can you tell me about your book sales? Like, because it's not easy and it's not for everyone. Like J.K. Rowling's story is like a one-off in a million. So tell me about your okay. book sales. What, how does an author help, you know, how does an author make money from books? Okay, from I think from a vision landscape, um, you get about ten percent of your book sales. So uh, my book is priced at uh, twenty five ringgit, so I get two ringgit fifty cents every time someone purchases a copy. Are you happy with that? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's quite sad, right? Yeah, it is so super sad. If you're looking into making money and it's a good story and you think you can market it, I would say go for self publishing. Okay. Or online, you know, maybe that, that I think that's where you make um, you you can see profit, you can see money. But if you go to a traditional uh, publisher, at the most, I I think it's fifteen percent, ten percent, fifteen percent. Mostly it's ten percent, so it's around there. So, so it, it, you decide on what you want. If you want to make money, and then this is not your platform. But when you go for like, if it's turned in, your book is turned into a movie or uh, for episodes, what happens is the how do you share the costing with the 
um, publisher. Okay, in this case, uh, this, uh, this publisher holds uh, rights uh, for two years. So after two years, uh, copyright is mine. Oh, okay. So that's one thing uh, I would really advise uh, writers to be aware of, mm-hmm. uh, to take note. Uh, and what is the copyright? How is it going to affect your uh, sales you know, and also future projects? So you got a lawyer when you signed a contract or you just read the contract and then you signed it? I just read the contract and signed it. Okay, okay. So I, I, was, I was a student at the time. So I, I like to think that you know, I'm broke, I'm just a student. I, if you give me an opportunity, thank you for, so much for that. <laughs> of course, if you have a lawyer friend, it would be very good. If a friend who can help you to go through the legal content and advise. But I think I had quite a, a fair deal. I think the publisher gave me a fair deal. Okay, and how many books did that guy, uh, sorry, did the publisher publish the first round? In 2019, we printed uh, a thousand copies. I was told that the half was sold mm-hmm. uh, and uh, a bit more is that the book source. So sales not really, um, I, I mean, I, I think it's more of a promotional um, thing. So I guess with more promotions, we will be able to sell more. And the good thing is we, um, uh, I have a, a person who's translating the book now into Tamil. Okay. Uh, as you see, June, a lot of people have uh, approached me after this book came out and said, you know, you should tell the story in Tamil. But I said, hello, I can't write in Tamil. I can't write in English. <laughs> so, I did have this idea, you know, if someone can translate and uh, was very lucky, like, I guess, it's, um, uh, this is teacher, a teacher uh, from Johor. She called me up and she said, that, you know, I've been following Kalimantus case uh, since my, when I was young and I really like this. I know I did a lot of things you told in the story that but the public does not know. Can I translate and you know those kind of things? So we got into and we go back. We went back to the publisher and they negotiated a deal. And she's now translating the book into Tamil. So I'm hoping that you know once this book is out, maybe we can have a better promotion. Um, talk about these books. And good thing is this is the first time uh, for Gora Budaya to have its uh, books, its uh, books published, being translated into another language. Okay. So I'm quite glad for that. Yes, I'm happy for you. I just wanted to ask you about royalties. How do you check and see that the publisher is giving you the correct amount? Like, how do you do it? Or you just have to trust the publisher? Uh, in my case, I think I'll just have to trust the publisher. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't really uh, understand that much about this royalties and stuff. So, I, I like I said, uh, I believe they are fair. Mm-hmm. And I hope they will keep to their side of the deal. <laughs> okay, so... Um, and they said they published thousand. I'm sure it's thousand. So they had a they had a second publish. Uh, have they been published again? Uh, after that print. Uh, no, 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 not yet. Not yet, not yet. Okay. Not yet. So, uh, f- finally, Sugandhi, I just wanted to ask you, what is your advice for people who wanna write a book and who are struggling to write a book? Those two things. Okay. Uh, I think I can uh, talk about this because I've been both. I've been one person who's written a book and I've also been the other person who struggling to finish my second book. So uh, my suggestion, my advice is that, you know, you've got to have the dedication. You've got to. And you try to get involved in as many groups as possible that involves writers. So you, you draw a lot of uh, positive energy from there. You know, advice when people say that, hey, I've completed my manuscript, been sitting on it for months and finally it's out. So when you read those kind of comments, you feel like, hey, hey I think I should go back to my uh, book. You know, I need to finish it. You feel that, that the, the how what do you say that the encouragement from this kind of uh, groups and it's also good to have a buddy mm. someone you trust someone you believe, uh, someone you whose advice you really value um, and be consistent if when you're consistent you when you can finish at least you know certain periods of uh, in a day you will definitely get your book finished but the thing is you've got to keep doing it okay 
So thank you, Sugadi. That's all we have uh, time for today. Um, wish you good luck, and I can't wait to check out your series. You know, I, I hope it's, it gets streamed. <laughs> thank you, thank you so much, June. <laughs> oh, it's, it's been a, a like a dream, you know, for me that I hope you know one day I can see my my, my series on uh, channels like Netflix. You know, that would be like wow. I've done, you know, I've done this. So but let's see, let's see what Badan God's um, plans. Yeah, so when you started this project, you never knew it would go this far, right? Up to the series and, you know, changing, translating it to Tamil, to Tamil. You never expected all this, right? You just expected to finish. I didn't expect the, the, the Tamil thing. I thought that, you know, I'm trying to finish this book and this will be... And, but I didn't have the dream. I used to joke with one of my colleagues, uh, one of my classmates in you, and he was a filmmaker. And he was doing a short film and I was doing a book. And I said, you know what, you know, one day my book, you know, is going to be... On Netflix, and then you will, you know, you will call me. You say, I know this story, you will never go that far. You know, it's Malaysian content, that's it. Oh. So, that kind of comments, like, um, I know you meant it um, as a joke, mm-hmm. and then me think, why can't we go far? Why can't I mean, why should I just stop, limit myself with this? Can I go far? Can I go further than this? So, yeah, awesome. Alrighty, thank you so much for your time today. Take care. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Joe. Thank you so much for this opportunity. No worries. Bye.